0: howdy everyone welcome to active gaming life i'm your host dane fisher and as always i got things to do but i'm here with you for the next two plus minutes to discuss everything gaming old and new today i would like to start off with a call in from android micro gamer concerning my discussion about cave story on the nintendo switch yesterday
1: uh, as far as Cave Story is concerned, it is a great game. I understand you're not a big fan of the side scroller shoot 'em up games uh, when it comes to the Metroid and the Cave Story, uh, for example. Obviously, you mentioned those already. Um, but I was wondering, are you ma- are you a fan of the Metroid Prime games? Because, from my understanding, from what I've heard or about a few rumors on Nintendo, they may be re-releasing those games, all three of them, for the Nintendo Switch. Now, if that's the case, that may be a possible reason for me to go out and buy the damn thing. (laughs) To be quite frank, I I understand Breath of the Wild is an amazing Zelda game, but uh, I just don't see the reason to fork over, you know, nearly $500 for a system like that, so.
0: Thanks for the call-in, man. I really do appreciate it, and I wanted to hit on a few points that you made. But off the top, I did want to say I'm actually a big fan of side scrolling shooters. In particular, Mega Man. That is my number one game of all time. I've played through Mega Man 1 and 2 on the NES, I can't even count. Just so many times that I've played through that game, and it's almost my comfort zone. I can just go through it without even thinking about it. So it's not the side-scrolling shooter that I had an issue with in Cave Story, because actually the mechanics were quite nice. The the jumping technique was a little floaty. So, you know, but aside from that, it was the backtracking that I have a major issue with in Cave Story and Metroid, the side-scrolling Metroid games. The fact that you're not necessarily running into new enemies as you backtrack or things haven't changed in the environment it's just you need to figure out within that level or a few levels what you need and where you need to go to then be able to progress in the story mode i just feel like it gets stagnant that's been my biggest issue with it and concerning your question about metroid prime I was a big fan of those games. I loved them on the GameCube, especially the first one. Everybody says that, but you know, that first level is absolutely amazing. And it was just extremely engaging, especially for the time. And putting yourself in that world in first person shooter perspective was just on another level at the time. Now, I don't know that I would be that engrossed by the game now because we've seen so many iterations that are similar to it and again the backtracking nature of a metroid game always has made me a little i don't know wary of them a little uh, it gets a little boring i i get it gets old you know walking through the same environments been here done that and i want to progress i i guess i'm a bigger fan of linear games but then again I love Skyrim because there is progression with my hero and my protagonist and other games like that and Fallout, all the Bethesda games. And if I feel like the main storyline has become a little boring or I'm kind of stuck, then I can just go off and do a side quest. But with games like Cave Story or Metroid or Metroid Prime, the trilogy, you can't do that. You are stuck trying to figure out how you can progress and a lot of times you just get kind of bogged down in that situation. And in terms of the Nintendo Switch, I I can see your point. There aren't a whole lot of IPs out there that are system sellers aside from Breath of the Wild, especially if you had Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U. So I get why you wouldn't be rushing out to get one and really want to jump on board with that yet. But I got to say, Breath of the Wild is a fantastic title. That is another game that allows you to progress and see what you're doing. And the whole game is just the exploration because of the breadth of the world that you are in, pun intended. It is so gorgeous and engaging just walking around. You find new enemies, new shrines, new things to do even if you're not quite sure where you need to go, and it doesn't become stagnant. I guess that's my thing. I just can't stand stagnation. If you're listening to this podcast, you must know by now that the SNES or SNES pre-orders came out yesterday, and just about everybody that was interested in it jumped on it and tried to get one, but mostly to no avail. Much like myself, I actually signed up for the Amazon pre-order alert and never received an alert. What the hell, Amazon? What's up with that? But aside from that, it it seems that unless you're willing to scour to the ends of the earth to find it, you're not gonna be able to get a pre-order at this point. They're sold out across the board. And they did make some cool announcements about save points, much like an emulator that you can rewind and it depends on the game in terms of how much you can rewind when you get to a particularly challenging part in a game which is great for a lot of those games because they are so linear and you are just figuring out your next steps and how you need to approach and attack them and many of those old 16-bit era or 32-bit era games and I really like that appeal of it but I don't know that it's worth all of this hype is it just because of the nostalgia piece because I even saw a picture and many of you may be aware that they have a, an SNES new 3DS XL style coming out and I haven't had a 3DS since the original and I ended up trading it in for a Wii U I probably made a bad decision there But I did, and I haven't really had an inkling to get back on the 3DS bandwagon, especially with a Switch now. That is my portable device. That is my everything Nintendo device right now, and is going to be for the foreseeable future. But man, that, that 3DS, that style is sexy. I would really love to have that in my collection. I think that's a really cool thing. And once again, it goes back to the nostalgia piece. And part of the SNES Classic that's very appealing to me is having all of the biggest titles in that library in one place. And I don't have to worry about them ever again. Unless, of course, TVs start taking something other than HDMI and then, you know, they'll have to upgrade that. But that aside, I wouldn't have to worry about downloading another game from a virtual console service to then have them. Though, I would love to have them on the go. And the SNES Classic doesn't allow you to do that. If I could somehow hook it into my Switch screen, that's not plausible. But the other thing about it is, what the hell is up with the SNES controllers using the damn Switch... No, excuse me, not Switch, Wii Nunchuck connector. What happened to USB or usb-c connectors aren't we moving forward why are we moving backwards nintendo it feels like a step back one step forward two steps back in terms of technology use and integrating everything into the modern age why would you do that maybe it's because they just have a bunch left over from the wii era but screw that man let's move forward recycle those parts use what you can And let's move forward because I would love it. It would make me jump on even more if they came with two controllers that were adaptable to my Switch. That if I did want to buy a la carte virtual console games, I could use my SNES Classic controllers with my Switch games. That would be a selling point for me. That might even make more people jump on the Switch bandwagon. What do you all think? Would that make you jump on? Do you worry about the connector? Do you even care about it? Or are you just all on the SNES Classic? Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Drop a call in. Otherwise, make sure you favorite this station. Follow us on Twitter at ActiveGamingLife. Drop the E from Active. But until tomorrow, make sure you're earning that entertainment. Get out there. Get active before it's game over.